Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Now, life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle just about anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. Okay, friends, that is it for today. If you took anything, anything, anything away from this episode, I would love to hear what it is. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was by sharing a screenshot of this episode on your socials and make sure to tag me in your post. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram, Real Jen Mullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. And now on Facebook, you can even join our Just Live Mindfully community. Just search Just Live Mindfully under groups and you'll find us. If you know of a friend that needs to hear this episode, share it with them. And for more information, head on over to jenmullen.com. Thank you so much for listening and sticking with me during this episode. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. And here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, friends. So I'm coming to you from yet another location. Um, This time I'm recording from the she shed. And no, it's not a she shed that I have in my backyard, although I really wish I did. It's uh, a physical location in East Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Um, And no, this podcast is not sponsored by them. I just literally love the place. Uh, It is a co-working space of sorts where I can come and get some work done and focus and create content and clear my head and um, work on my book. And that's exactly what I will be talking to you about in today's podcast. I have been writing a book for quite some time now and you may or may not know about it Uh, I've posted a little bit on my Instagram stories asked some questions on my Facebook page but never really alluded to the fact that the book is actually being written now I've always had this inkling to write a book I always have I always thought there was a bigger better way to get a message out there and what better way than to write a book and I've been an avid reader and I read a ton, lots of nonfiction and fiction books, Um, not really into the romance novels, so don't recommend any of those to me. But if there's a fiction or nonfiction book that you've loved, let me know about it because I might just add it to my list. But the books that I have read have helped me in a way that cleaned up my life a little, organized it a little, and let me be a little bit more free. And the ones that I have read have been focused on becoming a minimalist and only having things that serve a purpose in my life or 
intentional living and making choices that make sense for me and my family and taking care of myself to an extreme level. Um, really, really good self-care. Uh, I've read books about tidying up and having a clean space and making sure that I have things that bring me joy and working on habits and how to create habits and make sure that they stick. And of course, one of my favorite books was all about how to be a badass. Now the books that I'm referring to, you may or may not already know about them, but if you don't, I will make sure to include the titles and where to get them in the show notes of this podcast. But the thing with the books that I have read is that I always felt like they were missing a piece. Yes, they helped me simplify my life, organize it, and feel a little bit more free, but they weren't as focused as I needed them to be. And before you even go there, I'm sure there are books out there focusing on the topics that I'm about to share with you. But the thing with changing your life is that it has to work for you. So out of all the books I've ever read, I've taken pieces of it. I haven't necessarily taken the whole thing and run with it because it didn't work for me or my lifestyle. So from the books that I have read, I've developed ways to kind of work through some of the major areas in my life. And that's what I wanna share with you today. I'm not going to give everything away because, hey, I, I mean, I, I want you to read the book when it's done, <laughs> but I'm going to share with you what my book's about and the areas that I'm focusing on and things that I didn't realize when I was writing a book. Now, I said in the beginning of this, I've always thought it was a good idea to write a book because it was a good way to get things out there. What I didn't realize was how much time it would take. And I'll dive more into this later on, but I've been working on this book for almost two years and I haven't finished it yet. It just hasn't been a priority in my life and I couldn't quite get the time to work on it. Either, you know, life was happening or I had other things to focus on like client sessions or building my self-care workshop. So being an author has always kind of been on the back burner. I knew it would happen eventually and it will. It was just a matter of when. And the other thing that kind of struggled inside of me was that I never feel like I'm confident enough to write a book. Now, when I say that, what do I mean? Well, as an author, most authors that you see on the New York best New York Times bestseller list or, you know, top 10 of Amazon are people you know, people you see in the media and in public. I'm not one of those people. I am one of those people that likes to be behind the scenes. And I never thought that I could be one of those people that wrote a book, but I've still worked on it consistently, maybe not as consistent as I would, I probably should have, but I've worked on it consistently enough for the past couple of years that I'm almost done writing it. 
And part of the reason it's taken me so long is that I couldn't get my thoughts organized. I couldn't get it on paper in a way that would make sense to a reader. I mean, I know what I do in life, but trying to explain it to somebody can be a challenge if you don't put it in layman's terms. And you really got to be a teacher when it comes to the topic that I'm writing about. So what's it about? Well, out of all the books that I've read, they've helped me figure out there are, that are, there are three areas in your life that you really need or should focus on when you want to try to organize your life. Those three areas are your time, your tasks, or your to-dos, and the things that you surround yourself with. So let me go through those one at a time so you get where I'm coming from when I talk about organizing your life. Now, your time. Time is the only constant in life. It is always going, and guess what? We never have enough of it. There's always way too many things on the calendar, way too much to do, and our priorities sometimes fly out the window because of all the requests that come in. So focusing on your time and managing your time rather than you managing or it managing you is one of the areas that you really need to think about cleaning up in order to live a more comfortable like stress-free life and although I'm not the best at it I am pretty darn good because I say no to a lot of things I know what's a priority for me and my husband and my dogs. And if it's not a priority and I don't have room on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And you guys might hear in the background Alexa going off. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, Alexa's clearly not able to manage her time right now. But managing your time is a big deal. And you have to kind of figure out a way to make it make sense for you. Now, the next area was your tasks or your to-dos. This is similar to your time where your calendar gets full, filled up. Well, so doesn't your to-do list. Your to-do list could have things around the house, things to do at work, things to do for other people, things to do for yourself chores and errands to do to deal with and that list can be super long the key with your to-do list is to figure out how to downsize it yeah you don't need to do everything that's on your to-do list and you don't need to do everything that's on your to-do list today some of those things can be pushed off. Some of those things can be delegated. Some of those things can be eliminated. And trying to figure out how to manage all that, well, that's one thing that I've also been able to figure out how to do. I love seeing my list at the end of the day, looking down at it and seeing all those things that I crossed off. Because as an Enneagram one, I love to see when things are done when it's cleaned, wrapped up, ready for tomorrow, clean slate, it's great. But figuring out if those tasks should go on today's to-do list or next week's 
that's a decision that is individualized and has to really be thought through before you figure it out. So trying to manage your to-do list is another thing that I think I've been able to figure out some a way to make it work for me. Now, the key here is everything I'm going to share with you in this book are things that have worked for me. And I've simplified them to the point where I think they can work for you too. In fact, I'm almost sure that they can work for you too. But one thing I do say is that if it's not working, tweak it. Don't eliminate it. Don't just discard it. Just tweak it. Change it to work for you and your lifestyle. And then the third area that I talk about in this book are all the physical objects that are around you in your home, in your workplace, in your life, anywhere and everywhere that you go. Physical things. Things like clothes and shoes and electronics and books and furniture, sports equipment, lawn equipment, pet supplies, like you name it, anything that's a physical thing, that's what I'm talking about in the third section of this book. And that is so you can realize that there's a way for you to clean up your things and organize your things without having to become a true minimalist. Now, if you have ever seen my closet, you know that I love clothes and I love shoes. I am by no means a minimalist. I probably have three white t-shirts. Why do I need three? I don't know, but I have them. Getting rid of your things and cleaning up your things and organizing your things does not mean you eliminate everything and start with a blank slate. It does not mean that you only have one of everything. Cleaning up your things is how you try to figure out what serves a purpose in your life and what doesn't. And that's what I'm talking about in that section of the book. And again, I've had some fun dealing with my things and figuring out what to do with them. And so that's why I'm sharing all those pieces in that part of the book. Now, I love and I get super giddy and I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I love to talk about these three areas because once I was able to clean up these three areas of my life, things just became so much simpler naturally. It's like, I don't know, I just flipped a switch and all of a sudden, life wasn't so hard. And maybe it's because I could use some of my brain to think about the important pieces of life and be more present than having to worry about fitting in another appointment or trying to stay up super late to make sure that I got that extra item on my to-do list done or having to go through things that I just didn't need anymore and having to worry about them. So I love these areas and I love these topics and I coach on these areas and I'm just so excited for this book to be done for you guys so you can read it and I can get everything out to you and you can get your hands on it. Now, I like I said, I'm not done yet. My goal was to be finished writing by the end of May. It didn't happen. We're in July and I probably have another 30 to 60 days of writing left. And so 
I didn't realize. I just didn't realize how long it would take me to write this book. There's so much in my brain and to get it out on paper has been a challenge. I used to try to do it while I was watching TV with my husband and let me tell you, didn't work at all. Having just a few minutes at a time didn't work for me because I would be distracted and it would just be too short for me to focus my brain. So I've started to designate time here at the She Shed to make sure I'm getting in that writing time. The other thing that I didn't realize is that I needed a quiet space. I needed to have no distractions and have a clear focus. And I needed to be motivated to get this information out to you, friends. No one was standing over me telling me when to write or what to write. And so I needed to pull it out of me myself. Oh, gosh. And life happens, man. Life happens, and sometimes you just can't get to it. And so these are the things I didn't realize when I thought I wanted to write a book. I mean, you hear people say, oh, I wrote a book. And they don't tell you the backstory. They don't tell you how much of a challenge it can be. Why am I telling you all this? Because if you have an idea that you think needs to become a book, you need to know what you're getting into. And I haven't even gotten to the publishing stage yet. So when that comes, God help me. There might be another podcast that tells you about all the headaches I have with that. But writing a book has been fun. It has been fun to take all these ideas and these pieces out of my head and out of my heart and put them on paper. And I'm so excited for this to come out. Hopefully by fourth quarter, I will have this published. And don't worry, I'll be sharing it on my website and on my Instagram to let you know that it's there. It's ready for purchase. And it's ready for you. Um, so that's what this this book is going to be about. It's going to be a way to help you organize those three areas, your time, your tasks and your to-dos, and your things that you have around you. And hopefully, hopefully, like it did for me, it'll help you organize and simplify your life just a little bit more and live a little bit more free and more present. So if you guys have an idea that you think needs to become a book, here's what I have to share with you. Start now. Start brainstorming it. Start writing down notes in a Google Doc or the Notes app on your phone. Just start getting things out of your head and on quote unquote paper so that way you can see it. You can see the fact that it's possible to come to fruition. And if you do have an idea that you want to write about, I want you to tell me about it because I would love to help you get that book written. I want to hear your story because everybody has one. And my story is all about organizing my life and going from somebody who was super anxious and depressed and suicidal to what I am today, which is a little bit anxious, a little bit depressed, but no, I know where I'm going. And that's what I want for you. I want you to share your story, whatever that might be, and get it out for the world to hear because it's important. It's important for the world to hear your story, your gift, 
and so you can help other people and leave your mark on this planet. So if you do have an idea that you think needs to become a book, send me a message. Whether you do it by clicking on that link in the show notes or reaching out to me on social media, either way, let me know because I want to hear about it. And stay tuned for this book, friends. It's coming. I'm working on it still. I promise I will get it done this year. And I want you to hold me to it.